Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and we are going to be super practical today. We've had a lot of new listeners to the podcast recently, and new listeners means new questions, and I love that. And there's definitely been a few themes to these questions. And so I want to hit the areas where it seems like most people are finding themselves stuck or struggling or just not able, not sure how to break through something that is currently holding them back. And one of the big themes that I've seen over the past several days is frustration about eating at night, overeating at night, feeling like I do great all day, but then at night, dot, dot, dot. So that is what we are going to talk about today, four strategies to improve evening eating habits. I've gotten emails that run the gamut from, you know, I do so well all day, but I blow it at night. Or if I could just tackle what happens between dinner and bedtime, I know I'd make progress, but I just can't seem to rein it in. Or if I have one treat after dinner, then I totally lose control. So Today we're going to talk about specific strategies for the evening, for nighttime overeating strategies to improve your evening eating habits. Now, I have to say, this is not a contest. I am not suggesting you do all of them. This is not about who can be the most perfect So I'm talking to you, overachievers, you all-or-nothing magnets. I want you to pick one of these, just one. Listen to the strategies and identify one that you feel would help you, that would be an improvement, that might be the thing that just makes enough of a difference that you start to make progress. One, 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 one. Less is more. When we're focused on 14 strategies at a time, At best, each one gets one-fourteenth of our time, our energy, our attention, our focus, and probably far less than that because I don't know about you, but most of us are doing other things. So when we try to do all of this stuff at once and then it gets a fragmented amount of our time and attention and focus, we feel frustrated and we're inconsistent because we're human, so we get really overwhelmed That is something we create. We don't have to create that. How about you stop creating that by focusing on one improvement and really mastering it? So my first strategy to help you improve these evening habits, it probably won't surprise you. My first strategy is change your expectations about your evening behavior. Change your expectations about your evening behavior. If you are telling yourself, I totally lose control at night. I overeat every night. I'm great all day, but I blow it every night. The nighttime is my worst time. 
Well, I'm really not surprised that that's true for you. Because first, you believe it. Second, you're reinforcing it. You're reinforcing it with your thoughts, with your words, with your focus to both your conscious and your subconscious mind. You're telling yourself exactly what your behavior will be. Think about this, okay? Just go with this for a second. If you said to yourself with your thoughts, to other people with your words all the time, you know what? Every time I walk into work, I use the door on the left. No matter what, I turn left. I always use the door on the left. It's just my habit. I don't even think about it. I don't even notice the other door. No matter what, I always use the door on the left. I never go right. It's like I'm not even control. I just automatically, I go left. I'm not Nostradamus or anything, but I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that you always use the door on the left. You've talked yourself into it. It's the expectation that you've set. You've programmed your behavior with your thoughts and your words because of your expectations. And the wonderful thing about that is that you can change it. So if you want to improve your nighttime eating habits, you've got to start with how you think about them, how you talk about them. And I am not suggesting that you start saying, I never eat after dinner. I never eat after dinner. Because if that's not true for you, then I don't think you should lie to yourself. Because as soon as you do that in the subconscious, you're like, uh, except every night you do, right? I think there's a better way. So one thing I've been hearing is I'm totally out of control at night or once I start, I lose control. That's a lie. So let's start there. You are in control. In fact, you are the only one in control. No one has tied you up and forced food down your throat. You are in control 100%. What goes in your mouth is decided by you. What you put in your mouth, how much you put in your mouth, everything you eat is a choice You make the choice, therefore you are in control. So let's begin by not lying to yourself and saying you're not in control or you lose control. You might not like your choices, but you are in control of them. So when you catch yourself thinking, I'm totally out of control or saying I have no control once I start dot, 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 redirect it and remind yourself of what is actually true. Well, I'm actually in control of all my choices every day, all day. I control what I put in my mouth and I am determined to make improvements. When you catch yourself thinking or saying, oh, nighttime, I've been so good all day. I do well all day long, but I blow it every night. That is an instruction. That is both a description of your behavior and a prescription for your behavior. So redirect it. Tonight, I'll make an improvement. I know this is an area where I need to practice, and I'm practicing improvements every day, especially today. What I will do tonight is dot, dot, dot. Strategy number two for improving these evening eating habits is related to that instruction that I just told you to give to yourself. Identify what represents an improvement for you. Identify what represents an improvement for you. Now, here's the key. Let's say that every night you have multiple things after dinner. Let's say you have ice cream and nuts and fruits. I'm not suggesting you say, okay, well, then I will stop having ice cream. And and having just the nuts and fruit represents an improvement for me. Oftentimes, we get ourselves into trouble when we establish these big sweeping rules. 
I'm not going to drink during the week anymore. I'm not going to buy ice cream anymore. I'm not going to keep it in the house. And I don't think these big sweeping rules are as effective as sitting down after dinner and saying, what represents an improvement for me tonight? We're kind of rule breakers. And when we're just starting out, when we're just starting out and we have this backlog of maybe not keeping the promises we make to ourselves, we tend to resent the rules and they don't really matter. I'm sure you've established rules before and broken them. So I don't want you to employ a strategy that has repeatedly failed for you in the past. Instead of establishing this long-term sweeping rule, I want you to consider looking at just the day, right? These long sweeping rules, I mean, if they've worked for you in the past, that's fine, but consider, has it worked for you in the past? For me, I would quickly find myself making excuses or exceptions or saying, yeah, whatever, today was stressful, so it doesn't count today. But if you just ask yourself, for this one day at hand, for today, what represents an improvement for me? For tonight, what would be an improvement in my behavior? I don't have to be perfect, but what would be better? What would be more aligned with my goals than what I've been doing? You might decide that today an improvement is going for a walk after dinner or that an improvement is having wine or ice cream, but not both. Or an improvement is having your after dinner treat, but having it at the kitchen table instead of in front of the television. Looking at things as forever changes or long-term dieting strategies, it might just make you doubt yourself. It might make you anxious. But when you're saying just for this one day, what's an improvement I can make just for today, just for Saturday, I think that that can be a much more manageable approach. The third strategy to help improve these evening eating habits is to really consider what's worth it and what's not. I've talked about this before. I think it's very helpful to rate your options on a scale of one to 10. That leftover pizza in the fridge that you're eyeing on a scale of one to 10, how amazing is it? If I were looking at a box of empty pizza or leftover pizza, I might think, nah, it's a six at best. Maybe it was a seven and a half or an eight the first time around, but cold leftover pizza that's been in the fridge for a couple days, it's like a six. And if I'm going to eat something, I want it to be amazing. So will this thing that I'm currently evaluating, currently considering or debating, will it be amazing? Will it be worth it? When you indulge in something that's worth it, you usually know. You eat it and you might think, well, maybe it wasn't aligned with what my goals are right now if my goals are fat loss, but it was amazing and it was totally worth it. I'm glad I ate it. More often than not, when we eat things that aren't worth it, we typically think, why did I do that? That wasn't even really good. Like, seriously, what, what was I thinking? So get in the habit as you stand in the pantry or in front of the open fridge doors. Is it worth it? What would be amazing? If you're going to indulge, have it be awesome. Don't eat the kid's ice cream when it's a flavor you don't even really like just because it's there. Instead, tell yourself, you know what? If I really want ice cream, how about tomorrow we go out for ice cream? Or I'll buy the flavor that I'll really, really enjoy the most because if I'm gonna indulge, I want it to be amazing. Here's the problem with indulging in things that just aren't worth it. While you might be physically satisfied, you've consumed it, your body has fuel, your hunger is satisfied, mentally and emotionally, it didn't do the trick. You wanted something special, you wanted something delicious, and you didn't get it. 
So you've eaten, you don't need more, but you're still looking to scratch that itch. You're still looking for something awesome. And that's why you go back on the prowl through the kitchen or the pantry and you probably choose something else that isn't worth it. Like a random spoonful of peanut butter or a handful of almonds. Not bad, but not worth it. And the cycle continues. Plus, there are always a bazillion things around us that aren't really worth it and very few things that are worth it. They don't come around that often. So if you practice eating when it's really worth it, indulging when it's really worth it, things that are totally amazing, you'll enjoy your food more, you'll be more completely satisfied, you'll be on the prowl less, and you'll also overeat and overindulge less because you're turning down most of what is around you, which just isn't worth it. The fourth strategy that I want to share with you guys, and I stole this one from Tony Robbins, he would tell you to dramatically change your state. Okay, and let me explain what that means. If you're sitting there at night and thinking about food, thinking about the desire to overeat, like, oh, I just want something. He suggests that the fastest way to change your mind is to change your body. Okay, not like amputation or a boob job, (laughs) but immediately in that moment, do something physical with your body. I'm not talking about driving to the gym and getting in a workout, but like, boom, right now I'm going to move my body in a dramatic way, just in a matter of seconds, right? That can change your focus. It can make you feel empowered. It can energize you. And The real purpose of it is to completely create a new frame of mind by dramatically changing your body. The fastest way to change your mind is to move your body, to change your body in a significant way. Now, Tony Robbins does this. He has like a pool that's negative degrees, like freezing, 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 truly. Um, I don't have one of those, but... You might remember a few weeks ago, I shared that I was in the middle of a tense conversation with my mother and to sort of like break the negative emotion to sort of disrupt um, this uh, really not productive cycle of the conversation. I just dropped down onto the ground and started doing burpees. I dramatically changed my body to change my focus, to change the focus of the conversation. And I'm not saying you have to do this in a room full of people, but most of the time in the evenings when we engage in this behavior, we're usually not like in a big crowd of people, you know what I mean? So you could take a cold shower. You could have a 30-second solo dance party in the middle of your living room. You could do naked jumping jacks. You could stand on your head, right? And I know this sounds a little nutty, But if it works, isn't it also nutty to keep overeating at night, even though you don't want to and you feel bad about it every single night and it's not getting you where you want to go and you keep doing it anyway? Like what's more nutty, right? The fastest way to change your mind is to change your body, all right? Immediate and significant movement. I'm not talking about gentle stretching or going for a walk like bam, shake yourself around, right? Change your body to change your mind. In those moments of temptation, when you feel that pull of your pattern of behavior, take a freezing cold shower, do 20 burpees, dance your face off. Your mood will change. Your perspective will change. The options you see as available to you will change. But I'll bet most of you won't do this. You won't do it because it feels weird and you won't. You don't want to feel weird because you're too cool for that and your ego will talk you out of it. And I get it because I have a tendency to think that way too. That's why I can recognize it. But now I remind myself, 
I want to be happy and I want to crush my goals and I will do what works over what is comfortable all day, every day. I am willing to get uncomfortable if it means living the life I love because it wasn't very comfortable to be 350 pounds and miserable. So for those of you who feel the same way, you'll know what an effective strategy this is because you'll use it. So there we have it, guys. Number one, change your expectations about your evening behavior. Number two, identify what represents an improvement for you and then do it. Number three, evaluate what is worth it. And number four, dramatically change your state. I hope you will practice these things. I talked in the last podcast episode about how so many of us, we just collect information or maybe, I don't know, it wasn't the last one, but it's recently, I can't keep it straight anymore. We collect information, we collect strategies, we know so much and we want to read every opinion out there on intermittent fasting and resistant starch and ketogenic diets and everything, everything, everything. We want to read books on mindset and just get smarter and wiser and know all this stuff and be able to brilliantly contribute to conversations and then do nothing about it. So I would rather you see, I would rather see you consume less information and do more. So my challenge to you today is take action, move in the direction of your goals. Think about it less, do about it more. We'll wrap up with what I ate yesterday. I had a regular breakfast again as opposed to kind of fasting through the morning with just coffee. I had kale and bacon and eggs because I had had it a couple days before and it was really, really good. Uh, And I had kale from the farmer's market that was going to go bad. Um, So I figured I would eat it and not let that happen. It was really good. I just saute it like takes five minutes. Uh, Then I had some almonds, um, too many of them, like maybe, maybe like four handfuls and I really only needed one, but you know, hey, Um, let's see. Then I had a cabbage salad and picked up some grilled chicken at the grocery store because I just didn't want to cook anything. So I didn't. And I had that with leftover cabbage salad that I shared with you guys a few days ago. Uh, Dinner was totally random, low on groceries. So I took a can of salmon, mashed it up with an avocado and then put it over a tomato. So I had a couple of fresh tomatoes from the farmer's market and I made sort of like a bowl out of it. So cut it long ways, but not all the way through. So it's still attached at the bottom and then the opposite direction do that a few more times so you've got like tomato wedges but they're connected at the bottom still and then that um, mash of canned salmon and avocado I just put it in the middle and put some salt on top and it was really really tasty and easy and literally took 30 seconds to make which is like my favorite kind of meal so anyway I hope you guys enjoyed these strategies more than that I hope you put them to practice in your life and don't stop until they feel effortless hope you guys have a great day I will chat with you soon. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life, and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Save big money now on new siding from LP SmartSide at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big 